is once again MMA Love, Love from America. The global voice for the hardcore MMA fans. We're calling that now, from now on. Maybe next time oh. I'll, I'll call it something else. But <laughs> I am Matt, the, nice. uh, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. I got called that, by the way, uh, at the last event, so I'm proud of that. People recognize their leader now, you know. That's fantastic. With me <laughs> is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend. And Luke and myself, we never tire in the fifth round. I call this episode the Ban MMA episode. <laughs> so, Luke, why are we doing this today? We're doing this because I found a YouTube channel of a fight promotion in Taiwan that directly says in its description that they are not MMA. They are style versus style. I love and it. They, and they get and they get a a Sanda fighter to fight a Taekwondo fighter. Or they get a a uh, a Muay Thai fighter to fight a karate fighter or a boxer. And they have this modified rule set that is uh might as well just be MMA, except after 10 seconds, they get you up off the ground. And I laughed my ass off when I saw that description. So it is it is the ban MMA, make style versus style fight promotions episode. Perfect. Today. Uh, remind me to put that into the show notes, where people can, can go and uh, see some <laughs> stuff we talk about. I don't know if I want to recommend it. MMA-love.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. So please follow us there, like us, give us five-star reviews, give us the best reviews yes. you ever can. Just praise sure. praise our work. God damn it. Today, thank you. we try to talk... <laughs> thank you, good sirs. Today, we try to talk about, amongst others, other things, Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series Season 6, Week 2. We have a, a brief blurb on BKFC 21, or whatever the number was. Highlight for me will be Nick Diaz month. We'll talk about Nick Diaz versus Gomi, versus Inui, yeah. versus Denny. The yeah. Denny fight is an Elite XC fight, so that will be awesome. Then, oh, yeah. we'll do a thriller GIF recap. And we'll have Steve's diatribes and book report and rating for Thriller. So that will be something. Then we'll talk about the general state of MMA. We'll talk about banning techniques. And we'll talk about the most pressing MMA, press, pressing MMA issues. How, how's that sound, Luke? Sounds like a lot, but I think we can do it. <laughs> Absolutely, we can do it. We, we're the best the best in business <laughs> best to ever do it so let's let's go right in tell me tell me about your favorite thing the thing you love the most on dana white's contender series dancing with the stars tuesday night sob stories listen i for, for people who listened to the last episode which i highly recommend you listening to contracts had to be handed out <laughs> We need warm bodies at the UFC. And we got warm bodies. Five contracts have been handed out again. And these, these fighters are genuinely happy. And I jotted down all the names of the people are, which are so happy now. And I'll go back to their names in two or three years when they will be on Twitter complaining about fighter pay. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> I'm very sorry. But, uh, but Fantastic. Not to be too uh, cynical, I do love me some Dana White use and I contender series. It is quite a long show, despite the fact you you might think that it's it's in and out. It's like it's about two and a half hours long, but I I enjoy it. Yeah, it's five fights and they really like they fill the time with each like so yeah two and a half hours sob stories. DC likes to tell stories as well, uh, and then you've got you've got your like you've got your like fifteen you've got your 
eight minute in, in introduction for each fighter video thing and you've got your walkouts and everything so it takes a long time Sol- it is no it is no alaska fight no no but, let's just say that i mean for the soap story we're at the level of of i'm not not trying to make fun here but we're at the level of people just trying to come up with soap stories and it's like oh my my parents got divorced like, dude I, mean, I have the like best i mean that's fifth like i mean that's 50 percent of all the Dude, marriage is called divorce, so, I mean, come on. This dude got on there, and his sob story was that he lost his first two fights as a pro fighter. His that, record was his sob story. And I just, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> it's so good. He stuck with it, man, and he's now a UFC fighter, maybe. I can't remember who won that fight. Look, we go into the fights now. I, I, um, I watched them all, of course, and they're... I mean, look, there's always something very, very... The, the, the maximum Shui potential got reached. I, I think it's in, in two of the fights we could, we could have had Shuis together. First, was, um, first I, I wanted to have a Shui afterwards, was, was the Vergara versus Korea fight. That was the 57-kilo fight, Laredo man versus Korea man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude... Korea, Korea came out hot, and he 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 wanted to flying scissor knee and spinning back kick the dude. Even they clinched up, but then um, Vergara basically just clinched or or headlocked the dude and tr- and started to knee him in the head. <laughs> yeah, Korea just dipped into the shadowy arms for this one because he got he got kneed to death. I'd say. So very, very awesome sequence that, that led to an awesome finish. Of course, Vergara got the contract. Excellent. Dan, do you want to introduce our new middleweight hopeful, 83 kilo? Uh, I, don't remember, <clears throat> I don't remember the weight classes that they had these fights at. I didn't take very, very close notes. Are you talking about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Of course, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude! I don't. I I have. It has already been a year since this event happened. I remember nothing except thinking I knew this guy and looking up his record and realizing how long he's been fighting. That dude has fought <laughs> everywhere, and he was look. He was. The, the fight almost got stopped because he he had a trio of illegal knees, two timeouts, and. Thanks to the gods on Mount Science, a rare point deduction for Sousa because that dude just need chitty chitty bang bang over and over in parts where you don't want to be need. Don't don't do it. His his the only note I I had was that's one way to get out of a clinch, and I couldn't remember why I wrote that down. And now (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Yeah. So Injakuani, of course, he's no. I mean, we've seen him for a long time, but that dude is a... If that dude is on, he is a problem, man. That 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 ground and pound finish was insane. I mean, he, he finished mm-hmm. him with elbows, but the elbows were really, really brilliant and precise and efficient and short, good angles on them. Um, generally, his elbows from guard and half guard were truly amazing, but yeah, man, that, that dude... You don't want to be below that dude. You want to knee him three times in the... in the dig... You know, yeah, of course. You want to do that? I got a question. Sure. Am, am I a, am I a dummy for being more excited about Quinlan than I am about Chin, Chitty Chitty? No, you're not, because Hawaiian fighters bless. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, Quinlan. F- for me, he came out of nowhere. I didn't know that he existed, but he had a short replacement fight in in Logan Urban. Um, yeah, he did. Quinlan's punches are like flashes, man. He he hammered these nails in. He had overhand rights for the start of a brutal series of punches, I, I think I remember. And not just hard punches, but very, very precise punches. Like, absolutely fucking amazing. And that dude is a unit too, and hope he's the he's next a- Hawaiian hopeful, because we're, we're actually we're looking for... Where, where the fuck is Holloway, man? Listen, Quinlan... I feel like I saw Quinlan fight on LFA. He's been he had he had three fights in LFA since like 2020 or something like that. So I'm pretty sure I've seen at least one of them, like at least one of them. But I wouldn't remember because they all end in the first round or the second round or something. They're all finishes. Oh, they're in round two and three. Yeah, they're all finished. He 
he's never gone the distance. Yeah, I mean, I'm and not. I'm not surprised. I, I will say, like his his one two or just his right, whatever he was smashing this dude with. I feel a little Incredible. bad for Logan Urban because Logan was, you know, he was called up on three days and he was at his brother's wedding or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, of course. He was like, yeah, of course I'll fight for Dana White. Of course. So he flies in from Iowa, wherever he's from, fights, gets smashed by Quinlan. But the thing Quinlan didn't do that I was so happy to see him not do was smash a guy, wobble him, and then shoot for a takedown. No, he didn't do that. No, he didn't. He stepped back, reset, and then smashed a guy again and again and again until he got him out of there. That dude has... Because there was another fight. It might have been Chitty. I can't remember who it was, but somebody on this card was easily winning, yet shooting for a takedown and letting their opponent recover. <laughs> Quinlan, Quinlan has a demeanor that reminds me of, of the old... Rory Mac, the Red King, because he's also he's also supported by his god very much so, yeah. and he's so he's quiet and and sh almost shy. He he looked at the post fight interviews, but man, 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 I'm very excited to see that dude again. He was he was very he was he 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 was being given a contract and started running to his seat so he could be given a contract. Yeah. It, was, it, it was very nice, you yeah, know. It was like it was it. Seemed very nice. Yeah, Dana thought for a moment that that he actually didn't. He said that, oh, okay, that dude is just running to me because he knows he gets a contract. But then he, of course, he's a he's a good man. He sat down and waited for for it. But awesome scene there. <laughs> I want one dude also just a short um, thing. When I saw a matchup called Muin Gafurov versus Chad and Helliger. The two-time Samba world champion from Tajikistan, I said, I, or, I already know what's up. And yeah, it it, it didn't. And Helliger is the guy whose his sob story was his record. Yes, and it did not start good for, good for him, man. It, mm -mm. it he he got nope. dominated in the first, like back mounted, full mounted, guillotined almost. An armbar attempt was in there. Got kneed in the stomach, like <laughs> brutal. But it started to become a a certified bang. So. Very good fight. He got, he got the split decision in the end, and he got a contract too. Besides DC hating on the dude, DC has some sort of a Russian. Oh, like, I had a question about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering, do you like? Is he always this negative, or did someone in the truck tell him to put to to, to like neg these fighters as they fought? I'd say. <laughs> I'd say that someone at the American Wrestle Academy told him to just support every every dude that is coming out of that part of the world. Yes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I I I and Helger completely outworked Gafarov towards the end of the fight and deserved the split decision. Gafarov was gassed at yeah. the end of the first when he couldn't get the finish. But it was it was um, a good fight. It it, it But showed... it was a good fight. And it's not I mean I don't know why you would expect these guys to have top fifteen wrestling no. when they're debuting onto the contender series with sixteen fights or record. So you know what I mean? Yeah. The other thing the other the other thing that was it was kind of funny was like Dana was handing out contracts and remarking about how wrong DC was. Yeah, yeah. He was he was blasting like, DC. <laughs> was blasting DC and it's like, yeah, but I mean some of the stuff like he's right about it's just you need warm bodies for the ufc and it doesn't matter how good or bad someone is as long as they can win you know like if they can win they can win i'd say so though you, i'd say though with 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 quinlan specifically you have a a very very good talent man that dude can go far yeah i well i i mean that's 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 find out but he certainly has dude. power to go far at 170 yeah that I, that I was, was very, I was very impressed by that dude because I, I, I think I just see something in in him, in the way how he he sets up his punches and he has he's very precise, but also like that dude, I don't want to get hit by that dude, and I, I'm, I'm thinking that of, of a lot of people, of course, because I'm no fighter at all, but I mean that dude is really someone who I'd I'd say no no please no 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 no, no thanks yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I I I would like him to absolutely start the garage training program immediately. <laughs> Oh yeah, good idea actually. Thank you, thank you, Brada. Yeah, thanks a lot. So that's that's Dana White's Tuesday night contender series for you. Do that, you recommend it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I recommend it as well. It's fun. I recommend it over a lot of other stuff we also watch. 
maybe if, if it's if you can't make time for to watch MMA and you think you're burned out and you you're oversaturated, <laughs> then watch <laughs> watch watch Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender series. It's always fun. You can fast forward through the soap stories or whatever if if, if you're interested in it, you can you can watch that too. But yeah, that's it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the boss. Let's move on, pal. Give me give me your brief blurb on BKFC. Never made it out of the second round. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't know how many fights there were. I think there were 12, but I only have notes on 10. But none of them made it out of the second round. Sounds so good. There's, there's two things you can c- take away from that. Either these were all mismatches, and some of them certainly were, or these dudes came to bang. And some of them certainly did. Wow. Uh, that Dakota sounds quite Cochran, Dakota Cochran and, uh, uh, shoot, what's his, what's the, Shut, I think is the guy's name. They, the main event, man, they came out swinging. It was great. <laughs> uh, Houston Alexander. Richmond. Drop. Rich. Was it? No, Richmond's next time. Wait, was it Richmond? It was Richmond. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richmond's a problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you know what, and you know what, it, and you know what's a problem in BKFC. We may have determined what the bare knuckle fighting championship version of a calf kick is. Oh no, what is what is it? It's the body shot. Oh no. I need to ask you. Do you think? Do you think it hurts more to get punched in the body if they're not if someone is not wearing an MMA glove when they do it? Uh, yeah, certainly. Most certainly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah because you I have, think you there have were the f- knuckles and you have no padding at all. So if you if you're hitting the the ribs or or the liver, I'd say if you if you really can dig in there and you have the right technique, I I'd probably be I'd say it hurts more, yeah. The uh body shot finishes. I believe there were three or four this uh, this this episode of BKFC and they were fantastic one one dude got smashed in the body so hard he cried out and fell over uh, I mean, Cochran gets smashed to the body and finished uh, Jason High got smashed in the body and and uh, oh wait Jason High won I think smashing a dude in the body as well uh, it was pretty entertaining man I'm going to recommend this BKFC because you could probably watch all the fights in like less than an hour. You could just fast forward That's through good. everything else. Mike, it was fantastic. Mike the Marine Richmond. I mean, he had three, yes. three tours in some war zone and also Playing a very good box. I'd say a very good record. And he was also once on the on the Ultimate Fighter Team GSP versus Team Kostchek. So why not? Not not want to fight that dude. Don't want to fight that dude. If a boxer is knocked out and falls to the canvas and the boxer who's fighting him just lands a fucking H-bomb on him, like Henderson versus Bisping, Mm -hmm. but he's knocked out anyway, Mm -hmm. is it against the rules? (laughs) I mean, dude. (laughs) I mean... It I'd happened, say, I'd pal. Say, yeah, I'd say you need a lifetime ban if you do something like that in boxing. Well, so, like, okay, well, these these guys are, let's just say these guys are old, and we'll talk about old boxing later as Dude, well. Dude, I am old as well. I don't, don't want to be fouled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, these guys, like, it's almost worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wes Coombs was out. Yeah. Falling like a tree oh, onto the one, yeah. floor. I saw that. And one. Houston Alexander smashes him in the head with another because Houston is an MMA fighter fighting in bare knuckle and forgot he's in bare knuckle. And I, I totally believe he didn't like really do it on purpose. He certainly did it on purpose. He wanted to hit the guy. But I, I totally believe it was an accident. Like he didn't realize what he was doing. But I don't think that really no, means no, he no. shouldn't be disqualified. You should be disqualified, and you should. You seriously, sh- we should discuss about banning you for life. That is about as blatant a hardcore foul 
as you can as you could commit in bare knuckle boxing. So I yeah. Well it's like kicking a downed opponent in kickboxing or something like that. It's, it's right. Like, that's kind of like what it. That's kind of like if like if like somebody came over from from one into the UFC to do a contender series matchup and soccer kicked somebody. So, you know, oh shit, I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, please. You know, like something like that. Like, oh no, that's just what I'm saying. The fighter uh, okay, from yeah, that, no, 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 like I, Houston is just saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I yeah, forgot." No. Houston, Houston. I mean, we have a problem, Alexander. We don't, don't do it. But let's so, move, uh, let's move on from so, the KFC pal. It's it's um, all right. I brief, don't want to depress you. I announced it as a brief blurb. <laughs> I mean, a lot happened, yeah, of course, <laughs> and I actually watched it. <laughs> you said you said that we should go into we, we have a brief blurb on bkfs listen you know pal yes we have to move on of course i'm the boss <laughs> and and i'm telling you that we have to move on let's go into the, the talk of the of the day yesterday or whenever you you watched it hopefully you pirated that the shit out of that one. Oh god i heard of okay. people paying 30 bucks for it i mean listen thriller is back or was back the trailers yeah and we had most notably for for us mma fox uh two fights or two boxing bouts or exhibition bouts or however you want to call them um yeah one between new vitor not boxing shoe vitor <laughs> because we we found out that boxing shoe vitor is one of the most scary people on earth but he hasn't been boxing shoe vitor for a long time he has been old vitor dinosaur vitor new vitor trt TRT tour yeah now he's new vitor and he dominated mr holyfield who came in on short notice Mm -hmm. and um we had we witnessed the starching of one tito ortiz by andy silver so i heard or you said that we have our good friend Steve. Steve. He put in a friend book, of the show. He put in a book report. Put in a book report. He did. Uh, Do you want to I take over it. from here? Yeah, I didn't. I I couldn't. Well, I didn't want to watch it. Um, for a lot of reasons. And then Steve said he bought it for thirty <laughs> bucks because you could buy it for thirty bucks, download the Triller app, and then cancel your Triller app subscription. I don't know what Triller is. I know that Triller is run by a guy who was accused of running a pyramid scheme. Um, so I don't need his app. Just watch Another the reason watch the for game. me not watch to the, buy it. Watch the GIFs or listen to Anime Love Podcast where we have our reporters everywhere Steve, in the world. <laughs> I said, I said, look, you watched it. Give me your takes and I will make them my own. Okay. So here are my takes by way of Steve. Perfect. Let's go into it. The Triller boxing event gave me some mixed emotions. That's the truth. Seeing a 58-year-old Holyfield KO'd standing by a jacked Vitor Belfort was sad. I don't know if I agree with that, but I it mean, was in a way sad. <clears throat> Steve is young. I don't so, think Holyfield... Sorry, Steve is young, so his sadness he, might not be the same sadness as as, the, as we, we experience sadness. I don't think Holyfield landed a single punch. On the other hand, I was happy to see Anderson Silva win another boxing match in style. John O'Carroll versus Andy Vences was a fun boxing match. David Hay versus Joe Fournier was not entertaining. I didn't recognize any of the musicians besides Snoop Dogg and Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye? What? That seem that doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw a short video clip of that. I think it's right. I'll, I'll okay. Link it. I'll link it. It's it's actually quite good. How the fuck did JDS get on the alternate commentary with Trump and Masvidal? Yeah, dude. What, <laughs> dude? Yeah, please, please explain this to me, Luke. You're you're the clever one out of out of our booth. So please explain to me why JDS was was commentating there. I don't know. Come on, I need answers. Got me, man. I need answers. No, there's no there's no valid exp- explanation for any of this. He can't, I, I was, uh, and I was, that is why I I couldn't do it. I was on the Twitter machine. Looking for gifs for that event, and all of a sudden I saw a picture where I saw JDS, and I, and I was looking like two, two, or two, two or three times. And I, is this is this JDS? Why why JDS? And because you you wouldn't you wouldn't place him there, so it's it's puzzling. 
Uh, Steve gave this three front kicks out of five. Mm. He said he'd give it a four, but Holyfield Vitor was not a fight. Uh, that is a high. I'm going to give this one front kick out of five personally. So yeah, it. it, it Let's you're go. you're you're going to do old guys who shouldn't be getting sanctioned in a state in the state of Florida on September 11th in America. Look. 20 years after that happened. Your, no, look. With the former president <laughs> and Andy Silva knocked out Tito Ortiz. It, it seems in, like... in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, this is the best ever. Yes. <laughs> and in a lot of ways... I couldn't fucking take it and couldn't watch it. <laughs> Look, you seem like you seem like your life is the soundtrack. Someone wrote the soundtrack to your life. Let me let me play the jingle. Falling in and out of love, in and out of love. <laughs> Not sure where I heard in, where I heard it, but but and he, hear me out. out. Of love. <laughs> hear me out, Luke. Okay. All right. I, I'm not sure who who said it. I think it was even Andy Silver, but Vitor Belfort and. Anderson Silver versus Logan Paul and Jake Paul in a tag team bo boxing match. React to this. I think I think it should be like I think they should do it on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, okay. You know what I mean? It's like like if we're gonna if we're gonna do stuff like this then let's let's make it even dumber. Let's like make it as make it as silly as possible. So like Christmas Day or New Year's Eve with a bunch of other bonkers shit going on and like monster trucks from idiocracy and stuff like that. What about you know what I mean? What about monster trucks while they are boxing? Jumping yeah, over that, the yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, so like there was this very like in a lot of ways sad documentary, but there was a documentary made about this guy's like private private skate camp and 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 uh, and and party he has his own little skate burning man every year out in the fields in Illinois or somewhere Iowa, and it's just like it's punk rock shows and it's this giant scary bull and people are skateboarding and dudes on dirt bikes are jumping over the bull while they're skateboarding and people are part it's great you know it's like a big shit show pal that's what we i want dudes on dirt bikes pal. with flames jumping over the ring as someone gets knocked out in yes. a tag team boxing match between Andy Silva Vitor Belfort and the Paul brothers i think i think that almost sums up a a topic I wanted to discuss with you. It's the, the state of the union on celebrity and old MMA dudes boxing. And I think they really have to fight circus it up in order to, yeah. get, to get me excited again. So, I mean, if, 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 if Jake and Vitor Belfort were going to box, I think I would get excited enough to watch that. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I don't okay. think okay. they would yeah, need to go. circus yeah. it up Damn. more to get me to at least pay attention to yeah, it. Okay. But I yeah. think like, I think like you can't. There's no none of this is going to happen without without someone making their name doing something else. Whether they're being Jake and doing horrible shit on YouTube, or if they're being a a, a pro MMA fighter who becomes a legend. If John Jones goes over to box some YouTuber, yeah, that okay. I would immediately be excited. Okay, I watched that too. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm back in. Yeah, I'm back in. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, but let's but move, it's because they on. made their name let's, somewhere else. Pal, gotta move on. All right, let's we do. Have, we got to talk about Gomi versus Diaz. Yes, Nick Diaz month is a a brilliant idea from our good friend from Hilo, Hawaii, Jay Bones. He's watching mm -hmm. these Nick Diaz fights for every day of the month until we got to the end of the month where Nick Diaz Nicholas Robert Diaz will fight Robert Glenn Lawler for the second time let's go into that one um 
Gomi versus Diaz. Yes. Oh my god. How fucking fantastic was this? That is an eleven out of ten fight. That's great. It was fucking awesome. Uh the fight itself was a bonkers fight between two guys who came to bang. Uh I I couldn't even tell you really who was winning. But who won? Uh, Diaz caught Gomi in a Omaplata or a Gogoplata. Gogo. A Gogoplata, which I had never seen in an MMA fight before because I'd never watched this fight before. Damn. Yeah. I'd love to watch so, this fight for the first time again. Dude, I couldn't even figure out how it worked. Like, like I know what a triangle looks like. I kind of know how that works. I could not figure out how a go-go works. I had to, like, like work it out in my brain and ask you and J-Bones about it online to figure out what was going on, how it, how it caused Gomi to tap. It was... It was and, then, and then... Yes. And then... Uh, well, okay. So, it was... Talk... Like, he gets his... He gets... He gets Gomi's arm trap, throws his throws his leg up around the shoulder, and then pulls Gomi's head onto his shin to cause an air choke. Right? Look, I mean, it's 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 almost impossible to hit hit a submission like that. At the time this was happening, Pride thirty three, I think it was two thousand eight, seven, something like that. Um, we, when we watched these, all these Nick Diaz fights during the month now, we found out that Nick Diaz was actually able to hit these impossible but flawless techniques on dudes all the time. And the Gomi versus Diaz fight, fight, I distinctly remember that we had Gomi at his height. And Gomi was just banging dudes. Dude. And Diaz, yeah. Diaz was also at the height of his, of his career. And this was a dream matchup come true at that time. And for for Nicholas <laughs> to hit to hit a gogo plata on on Gomi was not it was not like oh my god he could never do it. But as as it unfolded and as he did it, it minds were blown. Man, it's just absurd. It's that, absurd, and that is it's it's really to all our listeners. It's really really worth to rewatch. Old Nick Diaz fights. This um, so 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 this taught me about that, <clears throat> and it also taught me about this little nugget of history. Did I say Gogo Plata or Omo Plata? Sorry, Gogo. Yeah, Gogo is correct. Sorry. Yeah, and this little nugget of history. So we we were talking about we were we watched this online, and then we we talked about the Stockton scale and where this where, where does this it rank? Rated. A two hundred nine out of two hundred nine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean. But then, but then, mm-hmm. this this is this win of Nick's is overturned. Yes, because he was smoking a shitload of weed Damn. and tested positive, and they uh, ban him for six months. Naughty. So really, <laughs> so really, it's a four twenty out of two hundred nine. Oh my god, the dad joke. Well, okay, someone has to do it. I had. To. I'm glad. I had to. I'm glad you did. Any other any other um, DS fights you want so, to go into? So it's something I, I got to ask. About. I watched the the Inoue fight, which was after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought he fought Inoue in he fought Inoue in Japan in Dream, I think. What, and then after that, he fought Denny back in Elite XC. And in both of these, he's getting countered, and he's. He's, and he he just walks through him. It's it, like there is no like he could have stepped back, I think, but he just he just gets hit, and Nick and Nick just gives zero fucks about getting hit. Yeah, no, that that that's that does not bother a Stockton dude. Getting no. hit is is part of the game, man. He clobbers in a way, and at some point. Clobbers him. Oh God, I forgot about that scene in Gomi fight too. He clobbers in a way, and then uh, steps back because the ref separates them and says, "Oh, sorry," 
And the thing is, if you watch this Inoue fight, I think it's on YouTube, and we can find it. The audio, it, the arena is so fucking quiet that you can hear Nick breathing as he works. <laughs> you can hear him kia. You can hear him say, oh, sorry. You can hear him, uh, uh, he's not talking trash at all. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. Dream, Dream had the 10 minute first rounds, I think, because. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they had because it was stopped at the at six minutes and something in in round one. So that that prefers um, Stockton rules. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Denny, and then Denny takes place in Stockton, California. And Denny's from Victorville. It's not like he's from that far away. <laughs> he comes out and everyone's just booing him. <laughs> It's so good, and this is like this is like when I when you kind of realize like Nick's Nick's not Nick's a local course and people love him, but I think he's also starting to get big because this is after his his loss to Noons in Elite XC and his uh, overturned result in Elite XC versus Gomi. So it's starting to get become a big deal, and uh, again gets countered, again gets worked in the first, and just comes through and and finishes. Denny, but this one you can hear Nick talking to Denny through the whole thing, which is pretty funny. Um, and throws down and gets a finish. I gave the Denny fight a 209 out of 209 as well because the entire arena was chanting 209 as Nick walked out. <laughs> we have to say that um, from the Katsue Inoue bout on up until the BJ Pen win, Nick was on a, an 11 fight win streak. That's crazy, uh, and and he beat he beat some crazy good dudes. He beat Shamrock during that time, KJ Noons, Paul Daly, B, and, and of course BJ Penn. Two thousand eleven, he beat BJ Penn, and that is that is bonkers, man. I'm so excited for this week. This is going to be a big week of Nick Diaz fights every day. Um, big week to watch. Yeah. So please follow the, uh, up. listeners. Please follow along. Just watch a Nick Diaz fight every day of the week and witness what this dude actually meant to MMA and and how good he really was by, by hitting flawless techniques on, on people. I think Jay Bones was the guy who said that you should and could write a a standard book on techniques. Yeah. Just, just by taking yeah. one technique out of every Nick Diaz fight he ever was in and he hits that technique and you think like, oh my fucking God, how did he do this? It's perfect. It's flawless. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. It's Every every fight, win or loss, there's some very high level thing that he can do. It's let's go. Just absurd. Let's move on. I'm the boss. Telling you that we're moving on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Joanna. Joanna. Um, we had a a listener suggest to us that we should talk about banning certain techniques, or <laughs> for MMA. Um, well, course, somebody got at me. Somebody got at me and was already up in the back catalog, telling me that I was asking questions about knee stops like <laughs> five months ago, and I was like, "Jesus fucking Christ, we've already been doing this podcast that long, yeah, and, and you're finding me, you're finding me in the back catalog, counter counterdicting myself." For, Perfect. Yeah, for you, it's like it was a long time ago, so I don't remember. I mean, I remember nothing. Nothing. Look, banning techniques in MMA is as old as MMA. <laughs> Something happens, <laughs> something happens, and, and, and it goes into the most pressing MMA issues I'm, I'm going into later, and then there is a narrative that is developing after every fight, basically. It's ban calf kicks, ban leg kicks, fight was fixed, and last, last week or so we had Khalil Roundtree destroying the knee of... Bukowskas with a, a low line side uh, kick yeah. or oblique kick mm -hmm. or whatever you want to say, I, and now people are enraged. <laughs> yeah, of course, I already forgot, forgot yeah, about of course. It. It's it's yeah. Look, and now people are talking about banning techniques in MMA. Give me give me your reaction to the call to ban certain I, stuff I, in MMA. I I I don't. I uh. So at some point in the last three or four years, became a proponent of bringing soccer kicks back. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and I think someone told me I was a savage. I don't remember exactly who I was talking to or what, but, but it, was, it was in person and I was talking to a fellow fan and 
And I was like, yeah, but I mean, if you can't defend a soccer kick, probably should have the fight stopped anyway, shouldn't you? And but you know, look, it's it's a it's a touchy do, it's so a, it's a touchy subject. So do I? I don't want to see anybody lose their eye. No, nope. I'm not saying permit eye pokes since it already is. You they, know, they're permitted, already basically. they're already. <laughs> ruled out they're already permitted basically you yeah, get a free it, yeah, one yeah you get a but, free one <laughs> at least one but i i do i do kind of agree with your take last week about you know this is a technique and we're watching people elbow each other in the dome and shorten their lives the more fights they have like Hit heel hooks what do you want to what do you want to what do you want to get rid of you know like what where does it end when you start getting rid of techniques and Bukowskis himself was came on and and said hey i'm the one that didn't defend it right look can you guys lay off him we're a bit we're a bit schizophrenic about this as well because of course i don't want to have anyone ever being injured permanently damaged or what however you want to you want to say it but dude it's don't look for a sport and then start watch mma or or fight sports in general it's like every single thing you do in there is to hurt and to stop your opponent yeah and if you start crying for banning techniques because they, you don't like them or your favorite fighter got hurt, you will go down a slippery, as slippery slope, I'm telling you, because this sport will get watered down in the, in the next 20 years for sure. Because people just can't handle grown-up people like most of these fighters are or seem to be agreeing on doing something like that. Of course, it, it might not be understandable for you why they do it, but I mean, I have issues to understand it a bit <laughs> but if you and you train <laughs> yeah but i do train but i mean i have <laughs> if you start to call for for banning calf kicks because some dudes are just plain sorry i have to say it like that if you throw a leg kick like conor mcgregor did or like chris weidman did you are risk you know that you're risking to break your 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 leg but mm. if you do it correctly, you don't. If Modestas Bukowskas wouldn't lean in to his, to his hooks and put all his pressure, all his body weight on his front leg and angling his foot in like, like he's a boxer and pretending that there is no leg kick coming, then it is part of his... <laughs> which he admitted he did that. And Khalid yeah. Rantri said that his camp spotted it out and they specifically trained to throw the low-line side kick or the oblique kick to um, combat the hook, because that is also... It, you, could, you could say that it was a, a bit of a defensive maneuver as well. So if you take out these techniques, if you take knee, knees to the head out of a grounded opponent, if you take the soccer, soccer kicks, might be, <laughs> might be a, a thing worth to discuss because they're very, very hard to throw. And basically, the, the, the one time you can throw them, it's already too late for your opponent. You can finish him anyway, but... Banning techniques is dumb. It's good that we banned eye gouges and knees to the <laughs> to the dick or whatever to the nuts. But man, calling calling for banning techniques is is the dumbest. Don't do it. It's very dangerous because people who don't understand the sport they will gladly agree with you. That's the reason why um, elbows. What is it? What was it? Nine to six 12, elbows were banned. The, the Twelve six elbows. Elbow. Well, it's yeah. also it's also like like the people people that don't understand the sport and just want to see blood, just want to see violence. Why would you? What what is it about? What is it about a knee getting destroyed? That is worse for you than seeing a dude get smashed repeatedly. Yeah. Have you, you know? ever, have you, like, ever I don't watched... understand that. Cause like, like that, the one I always think about honestly is, um, Uriah Hall in, in the ultimate fighter when he wheel kicks yeah. that dude. Ban and the wheel dude kicks. is just, the dude is just out for minutes. Ban wheel kicks, man. Look, obviously look, 
If it's a dangerous technique. Also ban volleyball <laughs> because about every game a knee gets shredded in volleyball and they mm. never recover. Mm-hmm. So ban volleyball too. But I'd say if you start banning techniques like completely normal fighting techniques, you start to ban MMA and you don't want to do that. Please don't do it. I don't know what to do when I don't have any MMA. So Yeah, we do need this, clearly. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a little surprised at how many weeks in a row we've managed to talk about it, but obviously we need to we need this as part of our lives, so yeah. please don't be an MMA. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I might lose my mind. Shut your mouth with my fist. Shut your mouth with my fist. Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. Look, <laughs> let's move on to the most pressing MMA issues. Because we have time, Luke. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> All right. We already went through the celebrity old MMA dudes boxing state of the union. But now, most pressing MMA issues. I, I, I teased one before. Narratives that develop after fights, they need to stop. We need to, Why? We, no. need, we need to educate no. the fans. Because it's, it's, always the, it's always the two same things. It's okay. either what is it? ban a certain technique because it hurt your favorite fighter. Or telling people that this fight was fixed because your favorite fighter lost. Oh, come on. So these narratives need to stop, man. You need to stop being a fan of MMA fighters in general. <laughs> but please don't, don't. It, it, it has what if, what if you can, what if you can still have a favorite fighter even if they lose? Tell me. Tell what me. if you can just stay, stay a fan? It's okay. Tell me a narrative that you like that develops after fights. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always oh. really amused by the, uh, the, the change that I changed my camp narrative. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is a fun one. I, I fucking love that okay, one. That is, that is, that is actually a good one. <laughs> there's some, um, there's some like, and there's some very like fighter centric ones as well. Like very specific, uh, narratives to certain fighters. Um, uh, uh. Uh, the uh, uh, like Tony Ferguson's ex- insane behavior leading up to certain fights or insane trainings or whatever, his rehabbing his own knee in, <laughs> inside of like inside of speaking of knees, he rehabbed his own knee in like a quarter of the time it would normally take to Clever. rehab a knee. Um, he just decided he would do that. Uh, so there's always like stuff like that. Like, like, I think, like, you know, it's human nature when you've got, like, a bunch of people working together every single day in close quarters. They're going to have drama, and there's going to be, like, drama coming out of certain camps. And, like, the bigger the camp, the more drama you're going to have because the more people are in it. So there's always, like, some gym stuff, like, sort of sim- simmering below the surface. Or, like, like, you'll have, like, somebody like Colby coming out and saying something like, oh, I beat his ass in sparring. You know, or oh, something yeah. like that. That's that's a that's always a hilarious narrative. Like, like uh, always a good narrative. They they fought in sparring. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, yeah. That actually, I they watched fought, a. They fought with bigger gloves and headgear on. I'm sure the MMA fight's going to go the same way. Yeah, I watched a Michael Bisping. <laughs> what is that? A Michael Bisping documentary that that the UFC put out. It is it is on YouTube. You can watch it too. And there, it's the. The thing that he talks about, Luke Rockhold, which he supposedly beat up in sparring too. So, I mean, I'm entertained by it, but yeah, it's, it's something that Nick has. I get. think another, another. There's pressing... a real like. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, What's an- yours? A- another pressing MMA issue is Tyron Woodley and Dan Hardy. What do they both need to do, Luke? Well, I mean, that was going to be my next like narrative that I sort of love <laughs> oh is <laughs> the is oh it's always about like what happens now. Okay, the fight happened. We were all looking forward to uh, Ion Kutalaba and Devin Clark, but what happens now that we know the result for these guys? Because you can do that with every single fight. You can play matchmaker and yeah. go to imagination land, and it's great. I love that. I'm just saying that T Wood and Dan Hardy personally 
They both need. No, to I know. They, I, they need, I I get. They need. To this stop is an extension. It. This is an extension of that because once you're no longer fighting, you have to generate your own. What do they do now? Yeah, but and Dan Hardy is doing that by saying insane, bonkers shit, being a talking head on YouTube. Just needs to shut up about fights and getting fights. If they if they were if there were <laughs> fights out there for them. They'd be called out. That's what uh, Jake Paul did with Tyron Woodley. Dan Hardy doesn't get called out, so there is no fight no one, for him. And he no fought cares, lost in like 2011, so please. It's been a bit, Dan. No one cares. <sighs> I'm getting depressed now. God damn it. Let's go into something well, that cheers us up, Luke. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about next week? I want to talk about the best matchups for the rest of the year. Oh, okay. One of them's next week. One of them is next week. Which one is is it for you next week on UFC Fight Night Smith versus Span? Um I I'm stupidly excited about a lot of these fights. Uh there are uh, Chinese nationals coming over to uh that I can pick as underdogs again. <clears throat> See if they lose again as well. Um there's Hannah Goldie, Live Laugh Love. Uh, there's <laughs> Jocelyn Buckley. Is everything is exciting because it's fights, and I like fight. But the biggest one for you, I know, Mandy Boom, Boom. Oh my God, Boom. We listen. We Come on, to, we have to work on your pronunciation of Mandy. Help me out with the dots. Mandy Boom, Boom. Mandy Boom is coming <laughs> over <laughs> from Germany to smash Ariane Lipsky. For me, it's also it's it's of course Arian Lipsky versus Mandy Boom because you have the I mean Mandy Boom is an undefeated fighter from Germany, she she, she has to be desperate now to make her debut in the UFC. It has a long it has it has been a long time coming because she has been fighting pro since I think 2013 or something. Like that. But as as many of the female fighters here in Europe, they have issues to get high quality fights, so she has not she she doesn't have a lot of fights. But man, people in Germany have high hopes for her, and she all right. she works all out right, of a, right. a very good, very good camp. So, and Lipsky, right. Lipsky pal, is the former KSW flyweight champ. Pal, yes. How many fights has Mandy Boom had canceled in a row? I think about six or seven. Four, one in NFC, and then three UFC fight night bouts have been canceled yeah. and rescheduled. Because it's, it is so hard to travel right now. Yeah, it's, I get it. It's not good. But I hope they finally both get here and we can see this fight. So Lipsky, Lipsky versus Boom. And Lipsky's on a two-fight losing streak, but we had high hopes for her too. He, she, didn't, she didn't perform up to expectations because she was the violence queen in KSW. But this is a very good matchup, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. After that, it's UFC 266. No, you're wrong. Oh After that, it's Bellator 266. <laughs> oh, Bellator. Bellator 266, same number as the UFC, but better. So does Because it... at the top of the card is Yoel Romero versus Phil Davis. Okay, that might be the best fight ever. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my favorite thing happening yeah, next very week. Good. Very good. For sure, pal. Okay, I just want to make you aware, I have in front of me a Phil Davis card. Uh huh. It's him punching Josh Kosh, punching Josh Koscheck Panini middleweight. Panini trading nope. cards for the people. Nope. For the uni- nope. uninitiated. Yeah. Twenty ten. Sorry. Tops. Anthony Rumble Johnson fighting at one hundred and seventy pounds. However, he could make that weight. It's still it's still a riddle that has to be solved. Yep. And and it sprung to mind because of this this Bellator. Mid light heavyweight weirdness we have going on between Yoel Romero and Phil Davis. It just makes me think of Rumble Johnson fighting there. I love it. The, the next, the next few pay per views that that are up are like insanity matchmaking wise. We have two sixty six. Is Volkanovski versus Ortega? Ortega is my new favorite to win this one. P- putting it out here first. Wow. Okay. He convinced me during the Ultimate Fighter. Really. <laughs> All right. So slick on the pads. God damn it. <laughs> we have Nicholas Robert Diaz versus Robert Glenn Lawler. Yeah, man. Yes. And yeah. pal. Oh, yes. 
Mano Fioro. Ah, of course. Versus Mara, Mayra Bueno Silva. The Europeans are going to be beating the Brazilians for the I'd next say, couple I'd weeks. I'd say so. Mono Fioro yeah. is a problem. She has yeah, a, she yeah. has a YouTube series which is called My Life Be Like. Mm-hmm. It's entirely in French. I can't understand. Which is an that. awesome title for a for a documentary about yourself. It's up to four parts now, I think. Yes. Right. So watch every one. Of yeah. Them. Yeah. I mean, I try to, but I get bored because I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. But you know about subtitles? You know. I can tell you something. I don't. Them. I looked for them once. Maybe they're up now. Maybe the Google is translated. There is some auto-caption Google stuff. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be helpless. Yeah. I'm trying not to be, but it's hard. You know? I'll help you out. I'll translate Thanks, for you. If you, have, if you have any questions about this documentary, just just ask me, man. Also on this card is Dan Hooker fighting Nazareth Hackparas. Yeah, that is a good matchup, Dan. Let's let's find out where Dan Hooker's at. Or Nazareth for that, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Other fights that that are coming up, we have. Uh, I'm not going into each one of them, but you have Mackenzie Dern has a new matchup. Always intriguing. Oh, really? Yeah, intriguing for the Thirst Squad against Marina Rodriguez. <laughs> also for the also Thirst. intriguing. I always like to know how Dern is going to take herself down and whether her opponent will be dumb enough to jump on <laughs> yeah, her. Guard. Correct. Also for the Thirst Squad, you have Kathleen Vieira versus Misha Tate. That got announced, man. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that got made a while ago. And then, then, dude, for the wrestling squad, best wrestling on the planet is Italian wrestling, and it's Marvin Vettori against Paulo Costa. How awesome uh, is this matchup, man? Imagine the trash talk between the, the, the two of them. Just, it's gonna be so weird. Just it's dream about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just this. I'm sure it's already started on Twitter and Instagram, and I just haven't bothered to look. That will be that will be so good. Marvin, Marvin actually invited Darren Till to come to Italy and train wrestling with him. That he learns a bit about wrestling, which is like it's it's the best. Two sixty seven has one of our two most beloved fighters. I'd say it's Magomed Ankhalaev. Which still has the best walkout music ever against Volkan Özdemir. Which uh, famously Volkan said on, on on our podcast that he he's not a fan of Ankhalaev. Is this one? Is this the one happening? And yeah, it is. It's the one happening in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Is well, this is this the one? I saw something like they were not even charging for the pay per view or yes, something. Correct. Will be free because, because the start time. Lame. Jan getting screwed out of points. Yes. Also getting screwed out of points. Hamza Trimaev. Uh, do you think he gets points? He's I on mean, the prelims according to Tapology. He's on the prelims against Li Jingliang. I mean, I'm sure he's getting all kinds of bonuses because the hopes of the UFC in that dude are insane. Are... This is after he got Rona and tried to train and like almost died. Correct. So we'll see how he is because you, yeah, the leech is going to put it on him. Yeah, that is a very good test. That is a very. This good is test. also a hype is real test. This is a really good card for Europeans as well because there is like no time zone jumping for a lot of them. I think. Yes, pal. Thanks Dana White. So, and thanks Abu Dhabi for it. Yeah, thanks for being in the same sort of time frame, Abu Dhabi. Come home. No jet lag. Jet Come lag home. free. So are we are we just betting Europeans on yeah, this entire yes. card for yes. no jet lag? I like it. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Let's do it. Jet lag, jet lag is my number one way to pick for or against a fighter. Perfect. And the end of the year, not not, not all, I, I don't know. I don't even know when it is. UFC 268 might be the best card ever produced. Let me fill you in on a little thing about jet lag and 268. Of course. Zhang Wei Li is already on her way here. Yes. She will be in America for this training yes. camp. Training in Arizona, I think. Two sleeper fights on a card. You have Usman versus Covington, but that is the least interesting matchup on this card. You have 
Luke Rockhold versus Sean Strickland. <laughs> which is like... Will Sean get his wish? <laughs> I mean, that is matchmaking genius. And you have the best walkout ever. Jermaine de Rondami versus Irene Aldana. Where is this fight? This, so this is going to be in New York City. Yes. Maybe. Oh, no, now they, now they are quite sure, I think. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's way in the future, so who, who, who knows? You really can't tell, but you would assume, but... Yeah. You have Gage versus Chandler. You have Naman Yunus versus Shang. Usman Covington, Derondami Aldana. Aya Quint versus Bobby Green. I mean, out of these, out what? of the six fights <clears throat> I named, five could fall out and the card is still amazing. <laughs> is is Whitman gonna is Whitman gonna just hang out out there or is he gonna walk out yeah. three times? No, I'd, I'd recommend him just, just hanging out there. Just stay there. Just relax. Put up his shoes. Is it uh, is it better? Is it good? Is it bad? Does it not matter that all three of his fighters are fighting on the same night? It does matter. Good friend. How of does the, it matter? Friend of the podcast, um, awesome local MMA standout Benjamin Brander. He's uh, yeah. He he basically told me that it is a huge distraction for him if he has to fight and and coach and even coach two or three times a night. It is I think exhausting he beyond. Eight, I think he coached eight times before his fight. <laughs> yeah, the well, other I think night. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it is sure. If you can't focus on just one thing, you have to adapt your your thing. Coaching several fighters on a card, I think it's very very difficult. But I mean, the the the, ne the rest of the year looks so amazing for for fans, and we we just talked about UFC, but man. There will be glories. There will be KSWs. There will be CFFCs. There will be Alaska Fighting Championships. Bellator will be there. You don't know about Bellator, though. Scott Coker is the worst promoter on the planet, so you never know. I will be excited about Bellator's what the one or two fights that I care about, and then I will just watch what I watch the rest of the time. There's a certain amount of, like, at this point, I was very lucky this week that there was no UFC because it, I was there was just so much going on, yeah, and I think sort of as as life kind of comes out of the pandemic and opens up, and more and more stuff starts happening that you are you're like responsible to showing up for. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll be able to watch every single event like I was a year ago. Yeah, um, look in 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 about I I enjoyed the break. I just watched Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series and the the gifts of Thriller, because in two weeks also the, we we're in deep preparation for the oh, biggest yes. the biggest amateur MMA event in the Greater right. Switzerland region. Rise Debut Fight Series Five is coming up, so we'll into depth of matchmaking at the moment. Excellent. And yeah, the next two the next few weeks are awesome for MMA fans. It's like Is it don't is, ban is, techniques, man. Don't do it. Is Rise is Rise is the matchmaking for Rise uh progressing fine? Is everything good? Yeah, it's it's this time we How? really really have some awesome pairings because of during the during the pandemic of course we couldn't do events, but during the, the last four events, there are some fighters that crystallized to be very good talents. Some some moved on to to the pro ranks, but some some are still in the amateur ranks, and we we can make some bonkers matchups at the moment. Hell so. yeah! Will there be a webcam broadcasting to YouTube? I'm not sure, pal. Oh, pal! Not sure, come on. I don't. I don't. I'm not asking for. My, I don't need English commentary. We need. I don't. No, I don't like... need. <laughs> I don't need audio. I don't even need audio at all. It's like I don't even need to hear it. Just a video stream. You might have after after working in MMA for a half a year now. <laughs> you might have you might have gathered that there is no money to be made. Like no, I know we have know. to pay. We have to pay out of our, out of our own pockets to make these events happen. So. Yes. Putting up putting up a web stream is, is like if someone wants to do it for free, please contact me. <laughs> but if not <laughs> if, you, if you have a YouTube channel. <laughs> if someone wants to pay me to broadcast it, <laughs> please contact me. <laughs> 
Luke, I enjoyed... I will pay you to broadcast it. You I know enjoyed, I will pay you to broadcast it. I enjoyed this podcast. It was um, a lot of fun to talk about some some peripheral stuff because there wasn't that much MMA this week, but next week there will be. And we will be back because we're always here. We never tire. Yeah, it's kind of like how many episodes is this? I think 34. It's been over half a year. It's I, I really expected us to lose steam after 10 episodes. And yeah, maybe you expected yourself to lose steam. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. Have, have a wonderful week, dear listeners. Get in contact if you want to. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Be nice to, yeah. to all the people around you. And see you next week. Yeah, thank you, pal. Thank you, Switzerland. Thanks. You fucking morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Shut your mouth with my fist. <laughs>